Welcome. This talk was recorded at Insight LA in Long Beach. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit us at InsightLA.org. Is anybody in here? Don't lie. Happiness. <laughs> and um, what the purpose of meditation for individual one? Like um, you practice because you want happiness, calmness, or you practice because something else? So we don't have. Yes, I. Um would say that I practice because I have a hard time with acceptance and with change. Oh, so, so the other side of happiness, yeah. suffering. I so guess what? so, yes. Yeah, so, so you want to get rid, yeah. <laughs> get rid of suffering. Great. Is there anything other than happy and unhappy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so improve myself. That's true. At the very beginning, um, and not only us, everybody, any being, even dog and cat, I don't know, ant or fly, <laughs> but um, yes, everyone, any being that want to have happy. But um, the happiness that we know is from gaining something or owning something, or even with um, something that satisfies the feeling. So that happiness will lead to suffering. There's another kind of happiness, but I'm not going to say now, <laughs> um, which not lead to unhappy. So if meditation to you means that gaining happiness or peaceful, then um, that motivation more likely will make you even more agitated because if you don't get what you want then definitely you will unhappy again <laughs> so um, the reason we not happy because we if we have something then we want to hold on on it, the clinging and if we have it we don't have it we don't like it we want it more and more. That's suffer, right? And if we have it, we want to keep it, right? Yeah. So, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, we want to keep it. And, and, and if we cannot keep it, then we get angry. Yeah. So, to us, that's normal. <laughs> um, <coughs> so, the since we was kid, we already practiced like pushing and pulling. Like we want it, when we have it, we angry, and when we have it, we afraid to lose it. So push and pull is always on two sides, and the clinging that make us unhappy. It's not it's not the object that we make us unhappy or a person that make us unhappy. It's the feeling of owning it, hold on on it, the clinging that make unha us unhappy. So that feeling is suffering. And we practice that, unfortunately, since we was born. <laughs> so the more we, if we don't know that, so the more we practice, the more we cultivate 
the greed or anger. Yesterday, my friend called me, and it was so funny. She has twins, two girls, four years old. And um, the girl playing with toys and all over the place, and she said that, go ahead and clean up the house. And the younger one, happy to clean up. But the older one, they are twins, so they're just before and after. <laughs> um, so the older one, she was like pouting and crying and yelling, don't want to do anything. And then she said, like mumbling, I'm going to buy a new mom. What did you say? He's <laughs> like, I want to buy a new mom. And she said, my, my, friend, my friend just shocked. And she said, um, where the money you going to buy it? <laughs> and she said, um, they, they have a piggy bank, like a penny. And both of them have five cents in there. <laughs> she told me the story, and I laughed from beginning to the end. And, um, and she said that I'm going to buy my new mom by my picky bank, and um, I don't have to clean. So my, <laughs> so my friend said that, um, okay, so why don't the younger one keep going to clean up and um, let me helping you to pack all your stuff, <laughs> not toys. <laughs> pack all your clothes and books so we can take you to your new mom. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's unbelievable, only four years old. And then she said that, and she said, my friend said that, um, so when you go to your new mom, you don't have toys because you don't want to clean it up. So that's right, that um, we don't have to pack your toys, just yourself and your book and your clothes. And the younger, the, uh, the, the, the girl, she thinks, and she said, no, I changed my mind. <laughs> so you see, even four years old, we want something, but we don't want the things around of that thing. Like, do we have anything that only one side in our life? If you have something, there must be at least two-sided, right? <laughs> Cannot more than two-sided, it can be three or four or whatever. So we cannot have something without the other thing around to relate to it. But that's the way we are. We want something. We always want something. Um, so the worldly happiness that when we... Um, <laughs> When we have something that we gain, and then we want to hold on it, and then when we um, get somebody praise us, we happy, and then when somebody scold us, we don't like it, um, or when we um, we get name or um, sensation from six and door. We, we have pleasure, feeling, we like to keep it, right? But when we don't have it, then we, the other side of it, then we're pushing away. So even with something that we don't even notice, let's say everybody wake up in the morning and expect that you have warm water to take shower. 
but you get inside the shower and there's no warm water. It will be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> so things that we don't see daily that is important or maybe that's your own happiness or something that you cling on that make you unhappy. Um, so even with meditation, just like I said before, even with meditation, if you your goal is achieved into happiness or peaceful, and if that the the goal, then your motivation is the same with owning something, try to get something. So the motivation from greed is always giving you one side of it, and then when you don't have it, it swing back and you unhappy. So Buddha give the example very. How to say? A honey on the sharp plate. So if you, a honey, on the sharp plate. On a sharp plate. Yeah. Okay, honey on a sharp plate. Yes. So if you lick it, oh. <laughs> imagination that. So worldly happiness is just like that. When you want it, you want it more. When you more and more and more. If you don't have it, you suffer. And then you unhappy, so you swing back and forth. But until we understand that, we when we want let go, we not let go of the things that we value. I'm not saying that worldly happiness is unnecessary. I'm not saying that. Definitely, I, if I have a lottery win today, I'm jump up and down. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm happy, right? But that happiness is always lead to another thing. So. When we understand that, when we understand there's two sides of the uh, problem, little by little, that understanding that brings us to the middle way, we let go. And not letting go of the things that we value, but letting go of the feeling, the, the, the things that we think is good, that feeling, that greed and anger. You let them go that, then Whatever happened, you accept it. So how do we bring that understanding into our practice? Every day, when you face something that you like or don't like, you just need to recognize it. You don't have to push it away. Oh, I cannot, I cannot enjoy myself with a hot cu uh, chocolate cup. I cannot enjoy myself with like warm, cozy morning, wake up early, you know. No, it's okay. You can enjoy yourself, but recognize, acknowledge, let it be. And then when something that you don't like, let it be. It's the way they are. What we do is we cultivate the awareness and we cultivate patience. So we can be coexistent with like or dislike. It's no problem. It's just a feeling. It's just a feeling, it's an object that we can recognize it and we acknowledge it. Don't push it away. It's, you don't have to condemn your feeling because of you enjoying it. Or you don't have to um, try to reach to let it go. If you don't let go, recognize that I cannot let it go at this point. If you want it, recognize it that I want it. So. By recognizing it, you understand the character of greed and anger. 
when you understand the character of it, you will see how it be. And when you see that in yourself, you see that in the people around you. And that gives you the peace of mind. Because of the understanding, not because of motivation of greed or anger. Um, so that's how we bring the understanding into the practice. So, come back to the beginning. So, we said that everything we own or gain uh, pleasure feeling, that worldly happiness. So then how do we have real happiness? The real happiness is the absence of defilement, delusion, anger, and of, um, greed. So the reason we have we cling because we believe this is belong to me. I, this one should be this way. Uh, I'm right. This is the the best way. I know it. Uh, or um, uh, this is mine. That idea. That idea is my me, um, I, that make us want to keep it in us or make us want to push away the things that we don't like. So if the moment, you don't have to wait until the end of the path that you see Nibbana, then, oh, okay, I'm happy now. No, it's not like that. It's a moment that when greed, anger, and delusion is not there, then that moment you are free from. That moment you don't be sad. You don't be affected by poor or push from refinement. So the happiness in practice is the, the happiness that don't lead to suffer. And that happiness doesn't require anything. It doesn't have, like, I have to let go to be happy. No. It's the understanding. It's the absence of refinement. So that's a real happiness. Um, so I hope that we all understand about happiness the real one now, so please. <laughs> uh, don't try to meditate to get into happiness or uh, peacefulness, uh, but rather let whatever come in your mind, your feeling, your heart, and recognize it, coexistence with it, live with it, and treasure it. So you can only learn when it's there, right? If it's not there, how can you learn? Right? Mm -hmm. So let it be. Look at it. Understand the process. Understand the character. And then when you understand, it doesn't matter anymore. Just like my friend, when she said to her, okay, I'm going to pack your stuff and you got new mom, so go. And she understand that, okay? <laughs> if I don't have that, I'm, not, I'm even more unhappy. So she changed. So we all like that. All right. Um, <laughs> does anybody have question? Yes. Can you say more about treasuring what you what you think of as negative thoughts, like such as anger? How do you treasure anger exactly? Okay. Um, when I 
I'm saying the treasure anger is not the feeling, I mean the object or the feeling. I'm treasure the anger is an opportunity to see it, to learn from it. Let's say you want to understand your children. Why he's anger or she anger, angry? You need to understand the reason, right? When you understand the reason, you can help more effectively. So when the feeling is arising yourself, you need to know. So if you never be angry, how can you learn? You can only know unangry or what non-anger. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want, so that's what I mean. It's a chance to learn. You can only learn it from very beginning. You recognize it, acknowledge. It's there. Yes. Well, I just have a comment of uh, like my my journey <coughs> um, to learn how to sort of be able to appreciate a compliment and not attach to it because like a compliment and criticism are kind of the same thing. Like you were saying. Yes. One, you know, one side, the other side. Yes. And so if I, it's like either you cling to both or you don't cling to both, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's just been this really, just an interesting experience to sort of, like, to receive a compliment. And you're like, okay, I, that felt good. And I'm just going to let it wash on by and not try to be that thing that that person thinks I am just have this moment of appreciation that they shared their opinion with me and then just move along. That's great. Yeah, because who know yourself than you, right? How good you are, you know, and how bad you are, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so if you know that people, whoever say good thing, and you would think, I am better than that, or no, I'm not like that. So what the point, right? So when you understand, that understanding gives you confidence. So when people will praise or, or score you, it doesn't matter. You appreciate, I'm, a, I'm totally with you. You appreciate that, the sharing their thought, but that does not mean you are that, that the person they, they talk about, right? Right, yeah, like, no, try, or like, yeah, trying to be that. Well, they think I'm this, so yeah. I have to keep trying to be that. Oh. Yeah, that's so like, Yeah, very lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else? Yes. Um, so I I like what you said. Like I know that when we have like goals, like goals is kind of a loaded word because it's so filled with like striving. Yes. To attain something and achieve some something. Yes. So the idea, like, to sit without. A goal, but yet I, I just kind of need another way to hold like the so with like almost the hope of like just understanding and like building capacity to be with whatever arises and to be able to be with all of it. Um, so I'd like that. I, I'd like to get that word goal out of my. Just because of what, not because it's so bad to have goals, but that in terms of this path, it's very um, cumbersome. Yes. You know, so. Yeah, um, 
I guess like um, I don't know about you or anyone, but I'm I I start meditation is uh, mindfulness. Just try to have calmness, peacefulness. So I know how hard it is when the other side um, happen. You judging, I'm judging myself, and then I feel very terrible. I was not a good person, but um, or even in one sit. I, I sit because I want to have that feeling. And when somebody bother me, like the toilet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, then yes, so I, I, I'm totally agree. But when I met my teacher, Upechaniya, and he said that the goal of meditation is to understand, to learn, that's a relief to, for me. And in one sit, what you cultivate is awareness. Mm -hmm. So your job is just knowing, acknowledge, right? Acknowledgement. Uh, um, so what the point of being, knowing something or being aware? So the goal of being aware is to continue to be aware. <laughs> <laughs> so when I see the goal is this, is the awareness, and the goal is it's also awareness. <laughs> then I don't have to achieve anything. The moment I know, I already have it. So that's a big relief for me. So it doesn't matter how long I sit, or it doesn't matter what's happening, anywhere, anytime. When I know, that when I, know, I already have what I want. So that's all. So meditation for the long run is for understanding. But for a moment to moment, the goal is just being aware to have more aware. <laughs> so that's all. So when you see that, it's, it's easy, right? Yeah. Yes. I was listening to a talk with Joseph Goldstein, oh, and great. he was, this was in his earlier years, and he was talking, uh, he went into an interview and he would get very nervous with Sayadaw. He was very, very nervous. And he started to talk to him about how it was going. And so the teacher pointed out all of his defilements to him. That's all he would do is talk about all of his defilements. <laughs> so then every time he'd go into an interview, you know, it got more intense because he said, oh, no, he's going to point out my defilements, you know. And then he said after a while, he went in and spoke to him. And the teacher pointed out the defilements and he just laughed. Joseph just laughed. He was very comfortable now with the awareness of the defilements. And he said ever since that interview, he, the teacher never pointed out the defilements. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. That's what I mean by coexistence. If you don't have it, how can you know? Yeah. Be so you, you treasure the, the, because it's nature. You don't pick one side, this is good, this is bad. Because when you have good, definitely you have bad. When you have bad, definitely you have good. So, but when you see this is nature, they both nature, then it doesn't matter. It's nature. When you're angry, you have to act that way. What else can I do when I'm angry? I cannot show like, I'm so happy, I'm so loving. No, I'm angry and it's not my anger. Is, is the anger itself and the anger have to act in the way it's called anger, right? So impossible when you see it nature and you just laugh on it. That's the understanding.
and that understanding make the mind calm and peace. So calm and peace is side effect, it's a cause and effect of being aware and understanding. It's not the goal. So totally, yes. When you understand it, you can see it as nature, then it doesn't matter. When people say, my God, why are you angry so much? That looks so ugly. No, it's not my anger. Excuse me. That's just <laughs> anger. <laughs> so go home today and tell your family that. <laughs> it's not my anger. But don't tell your little one. <laughs> Anybody else? Yes. This talk is timely for me this morning. I went out to my car to get in it, and it had been broken into and everything tossed in and everything like that. And I learned from your experience with your car having uh, been hit. And, and it, it just, it was, so this is very timely for me to process how I feel about, not just what I lost, because it really was insignificant, but just the the losing and the unknowing and, and all that kind of stuff. So, so thank you very much for today. Okay. I, being aware of my feelings is very helpful. And uh, just to kind of work through it. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. But um, there it is. Don't treasure your feeling. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just joking. Um, it's no, true. I mean, I got a spanking. I did not lock my door, so mm -hmm. I learned from it, too, you know. Mm -hmm. You read all the time, lock your door, lock your door. And well, I did lock my door. It's so got true. A, I got a spanking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, well, but you, you made it, you come, so I mean, that's that awesome. Thank you for coming. <laughs> and she's still laughing. That's awesome. <laughs> what you said about treasuring the opportunity and philosophically I agree with it but <laughs> actually right now it's very difficult and I just wanted to ask you if you've ever or when you started practicing like if you ever were at that place and what is what helped you you know um, come to an understanding because it's just I Conceptually, I understand that is what I am. My goal is to understand, um, but it's very hard to just sit with, you know, the difficulty. <laughs> I'm totally with you. I even when we say that the goal is medita of meditation is for understanding, you cannot escape the one thing that I want to get rid of the spirit. Yeah. Definitely, but. How can we get rid of it? If we can get rid just like this, then we become Buddha already, right? So little by little, the key is don't give up. And to answer your question, yes, I've been through a lot. And um, the other day, my friend sent me a list of um, psychologists' research, and they say the people who give you the very wise advice, that person would go through the hell of life. <laughs> So, yes. yes, it's true. And then after that, I sent to my teacher, he's always give the talk and we laugh so much. 
And after a while, I when I practice, and I sent to him an email to thanks to him and apologize to him that I love every single time you talk, but I didn't know that you have to went through so much. And he sent back, now you know. <laughs> so, yes, um, from now, from this time until the day you become Buddha, <laughs> you. You have to go through it because this is we like I said when we go grow since the day we was born, we practice we cultivate the clinging, yeah. one thing and pushing. So you cannot how many years whatever you're not asking your age. Uh, so how many years we've been cultivated? So be fair, give that much time for yourself to decondition it, right? To earn some understanding. But like my case, I did. My life is for, I don't know how many times, I went through the bottom of suffering to the point that I lost 30 something pounds, have all kind of illness, loose hair, everything that you name it, in treatments. That's how worse it is. Because I'm Buddhist, I keep precepts, so I cannot kill myself. So I have to go through it. But the key when we have to face with it, there's step by step. Um, in the riff um, explanation, I can give you short um, version, but um, if you want, you can pick my number and I can um, give you more instruction on that. My teachers always say, first, if you're strong, you stay and fight. Second, if you're not very strong, you're reasoning. Third, if you can't fight, run away. So this is so true with your own suffering. At the point that you can learn, you stay and learn with it. But if you cannot learn with it, then try to go around, like um, let's say when I was suffer so much. My teacher never say that don't think. When he teach us, we always depend on the practice of individual. He give the instruction. And I've been practicing with him more than 20 years. But in that period of my time, he said don't think. So the more we think, the more we get anger. We, like, get into that mess and we cannot get out because the, the momentum is so strong, it pull you in. So that time you can do um, chanting, uh, reciting. Don't have to be reciting Buddha name, you can say Coca-Cola. <laughs> I'm serious, something that neutral, that you don't have any idea about it. And then, um, or you can do exercise, something that's very neutral, that make your mind stay away from that object. Ima imagination, you don't like somebody and you have to face that person like, oh my God, I really want to punch in your face, right? <laughs> right? So don't face with your anger at that moment. You just have to get away from it and then when your mind comes down, then that's the time you can learn. So depend on moment to moment. It's not depend on the the year of your practicing. Yeah. 
that one thing another thing that um when your mind is the second thing that is very important that don't take that as your take that as object watching it acknowledge uh, learning from it just like uh, objectively just like a doctor he take out his blood and learning the blood right he cannot say this is my blood and I have to do more special stuff in there right he have to do all the stuff like anybody blood so he can understand what kind of blood that is so same thing you take out the anger or the happiness or whatever feeling that overwhelm you and watching it is the object it's not your distant from it and then you can learn from it a third one is very important too make sure you connect with present moment because sometimes the watching is very affixed on so surface that you you know you think that you know but behind it there's a motivation of something and if that motivation is from defilement then i'm guaranteed with you the more you're doing it the more you get in deep into it so that three things you have to be very clear it's not my anger this is the object that i i need to learn second that you need to understand at that moment can you be with it or you should we go or should we stay and third one that make sure you ground yourself with something in the present moment that's very helpful thank you so much. <laughs> very welcome so would that be the same with when you're talking about it, that that proverbial monkey mind that's going with the same suggestions would you give or would you give other suggestions uh, when you know, you're con you acknowledge you're getting you're sitting you acknowledge you're, you're, your mind's all over the place it's just bouncing it doesn't stop it from bouncing though it continues to ping pong you know back and forth so are you see would you make those same suggestions as you did to her saying um it's depend yes and no um the teachers always say yes and no. To be sure. No joking, it's true. Because uh, <laughs> um, for her, it depends on the moment that she can handle the feeling or not. Um, but for an, an, a, not a daily life, that our mind is the thinking a lot and it's have momentum of thinking but you not really suffer you're not really super happy it's not like that you still think because that's the my job so the if you can bring back the more you bring it back the more you exercise your awareness just like muscle doesn't matter if you think oh my god how many times did i have to bring it back then you feel that thought it's called you stretch. But if you think the one, one, two, three, the more you come back, the more awareness being strong. That view make you more, um, how to say, encouraged to do with it. So it depends on the moment. If you're in an overwhelming feeling, um, state of mind, yes, just like that. But if you just regular day, normal day, it's just the mind have momentum of whole day you've been busy, then you need to exercise your effort. Okay. Okay.
You have just listened to a recording from Insight LA in Long Beach. For more information, please visit us at insightla.org.